Hello, uh, this is the Nothing But the Raw Truth broadcast here in the heart of West Memphis, Arkansas. And we got an exciting uh, broadcast tonight uh, here in on the campus of the uh, Old St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church, West Memphis, Arkansas. And uh, the pastor of th this church is uh, Pastor Frederick S. Anthony. And my name is uh, Bruce Smith. I am your host of Nothing But the Raw Truth. And we're going to have an exciting uh, broadcast tonight. Uh, tonight we have a guest and his name is Robert Milich. And we're going to let him uh, tell us a little bit about himself before we get into our topic tonight. Go ahead, uh, Minister uh, Elder, Elder Milich. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, long, long story short, without being all over the place, Good evening, I'm Robert Mileage, and I'm a little mixture of it all, okay, but uh, God has called me into ministry in the area of uh, leadership training and communication training, and uh, just recently got John C. Maxwell certified, um, maybe much, maybe you might be familiar with that name, but let me, let me say it like this, we are the number one leadership training organization in the world and personal development and personal growth in the world through John C. Maxwell. That's not an opinion. That's a stated fact. Mm -hmm. And so it's good to be here. So when you say uh, there are, they are the number one, um, you say training, uh, mm -hmm. leadership training, mm -hmm. is that Christian leadership or just uh, leadership training overall? It's both. Uh, John C. Maxwell is a pastor mm -hmm. uh, who originally started writing through the church growth era. Mm -hmm. His first book, Everything Rise and Fall on Leadership, uh -huh. uh, uh, took off and so we have to go back to the guy I think that they call the father mm -hmm. of the church group, church growth movement, Bill Hives, uh -huh. his book, Your Church Has Potential. Uh, I stumbled across John C. Maxwell through George Barner, uh -huh. the Barner Research, and they was talking about America was in a shift of leadership void. Right. From the president to uh, corporate America mm -hmm. to uh, our clergy. Mm -hmm. leadership, there was a leadership void. There was a shift and uh, how we should move in the 21st century. So I had the privilege of stumbling upon John C. Maxwell and uh, his training. I've been I'm married 32 years. Wow. I've been a student of John C. Maxwell probably about 29 to 30 years. So uh, when I say we are the number one leadership, mm -hmm. personal development, growth, or and communication organization in the world. Mm -hmm. That is not an opinion. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. The reason being, back to your question, because he started as a pastor, but the I believe it was the Nelson, Nelson Publishing Company or the New York Times bestseller right. uh, came and told him that the church weren't buying your book. Mm -hmm. Corporate America is buying your books, uh, especially the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Mm -hmm. And the reason I said that we got corporate America covered through these principles 
and and the church mm -hmm. is, is because John C. Maxwell is the only one that has the leadership Bible, which is the 21 irrefutable laws based. So we can take either principle in corporate America right. or, or the church or the education system. Mm -hmm. So it covers it covers everything. So basically, <clears throat> it's uh, uh, leadership for out in corporate America as well as in in the church. Right. So y'all y'all teach uh, church leadership and stuff like that, or, or or is it just it's just mainly geared? The main focus is geared towards corporate America, then, isn't it? No, uh -uh. it's both of them. Mm -hmm. Simply put, as John C. Maxwell writes, and I forgot where he got it from. He said leadership simply defined is the ability to influence people. Right. If you can influence people, good or bad, you can lead them. Okay. Now we get into the positions, mm -hmm. and that's the different corporate America or the church. Mm -hmm. But overall, the most simplest de uh, definition is that leadership is simply the ability to influence people. So how long have, have it been since you uh, received this certification? Just got certified February of this year uh, in Orlando, Florida. Uh, two days, three nights. Uh, and it was an amazing uh, experience. Mm -hmm. When I went down there, I said, uh, it would be wonderful to meet John C. Maxwell, shake his hand. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But that, that was not why I went down there. Okay. Uh, I went down there to get this paper you're looking at in front of you now. Okay, the certification. I went to get my certification, yeah. Awesome, that's awesome. Uh, tell us a little bit more about you. Uh, I, I understand that you're an elder in the church. Uh, is there a certain fellowship that you're part of? Or uh, is that something that you want to let us know on, on the air today? Or? Oh, I'm privileged to say I was raised at True Light Baptist Church. Black Lock and Solomon, at that time, under the leadership of Pastor O.W. Weaver. Um, as I got old enough, as most teenagers do, uh, left home, didn't, didn't attend church for a while. And when I did, uh, it was in 1986, I started attending Nehemiah Temple Church of God in Christ. Uh, and I say that because I really needed to know more about the Lord. I was going through some personal you know, just personal things that every we go through every day and had the privilege of being contacted by Ella David Corn, who became my first, I say, adult pastor as an adult. Mm -hmm. And and I loved the church. Uh, got called to ministry here at the Mary Sunset Church of God in Christ, where I met my wife uh, now 32 years. Uh, so I'm a, a, a Bishop Carlton Pearson said, I'm Baptocostal. <laughs> so, uh, what you're saying, you changed, you, you uh, switched denominations several times, one time, or uh, you started out as well as that missionary Baptist, and then you switched to Church of God in Christ? Or mm -hmm. I mostly identified through the song that they sung, mm -hmm. rather than the policy of what each denomination meant. That really didn't mean a whole lot to me, and I say that respectfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it, I'm a singer, too, when given the opportunity. So uh, music is my first love and communicating with people, whether I'm talking or singing. So I, I refuse to have boundaries 
and 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 be boxed into a definition that goes, oh, you're this, that, and the other. So, do you have any uh, uh, trouble or problems when you uh, try to to relate with different denominational churches or uh, out teaching? Um, do you, do you have any um, any backlash from people saying, okay, you were once Baptist, uh, missionary Baptist, and now Church of God of Christ? Or um, uh, is there anything else that you've, uh, any other churches that you've been part of or switched to? Because um, I know a lot of the leadership is different in different types of churches. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Right. Oh, no, I, I'm going to say I've been uh, blessed to be uh, received graciously and gratefully. I say it because I make it clear mm-hmm. why I'm here, who I am. And I've had the rest of my life for you to figure me out. So let me tell you what you need to know. <laughs> I understand. So let's not, you know, I didn't come here to play patty cake. Right. Um, you know, uh, if you like me, fine. If you don't, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of how I do it. What what are, what what are some of the things that uh, a person can get uh, from you as you say you was used to teach this this um, this leadership course? Uh, what what could a person expect to get out of it as you taught it? I work mostly mainly with young people. The Bible says, "With all I get, and get an understanding," and that's the core principle of my teaching. Not to teach. Uh, uh, from a religious mindset, I love the Word of God. I'm not a religious person, okay? I I believe we should live right. I believe we should live holy. Uh, I'm not the expert in that matter. I'm being transformed daily by the renewing of my mind and my life. Mm-hmm. And and right now, this moment is, is a part of that because I kind of like been in a cave, mm-hmm. if you will, just... It's kind of like my whole life has been preparing for something. Uh, Derek Coley said it best. He's preparing me for something I can't handle right now. And right. I don't really know what it is. Right. Uh, and so uh, with opportunities like this, this helps shapes me. Mm-hmm. Your trust in having me here uh, gives me the opportunity to grow. And, and I hope that uh, out of this, uh, once again, on this paper, uh, I'm certified to train in the area of becoming a person of influence. Now, these are books. These are courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone communicates through Connect, How to Be a Real Success, Leadership Goal, Put Your Dreams to the Test, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And I really love talking to young people uh, because, you know, we all was young and had dreams and ambition mm-hmm. and want to share with them God uh, is really concerned about you. Salvation for the whole man, as we'll get into talking about, is better to obey God. Right. God wants the best out of your life. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't want to get like I'm talking the prosperity gospel or I really loved uh, Joel Osteen and, and I got tickled. I was listening to uh, uh, another preacher. Uh, he said, well, I'm a prophet to the nation, and, I, and I, admire, I respect him. He said, I don't send love letters here, but I like to get one from Joel every day. <laughs> and, and I just think that we all, you know, um, as a communicator, uh, 
my, my, my attempt is to tell Bishop G. E. Patterson, I used to love to hear him say, uh, your life is worth living. And if we can convince those who seem to have no hope that really your life is worth living. Right. And when I say we need Jesus mm -hmm. in our life, I don't mean a religion. I'm talking a relationship. I'm talking, I'm talking something more wonderful than we could ever imagine or every uh, or ever experience without him. Right. I've had the privilege of going to the mission on Friday night and ministering to the men there. And I tell them, I didn't come out to preach y'all. I just come out to talk to you. So you're talking about the mission in, in West Memphis? Oh, Arkansas. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. My wife does. She does. Uh, she go to the ACNC uh, and minister to the women there. Okay. Arkansas Community Corrections. Right. Yes. Uh, the nursing home, hospital visit. Um but I enjoy really talking with the men of the mission because, you know, I can, I can kind of just be a little more. I don't have to be bishop and all of this. Not no, not on not that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, God got a position for his people, whether you're an apostle or bishop, pastor. I love all of our brothers and sisters. I want to make that abundantly clear that right. I possibly can. Okay. But um, I heard a song. When I was young, don't remember how old I was. And the song touched me, and I don't know why. It simply said, if I can help somebody, mm -hmm. as I pass along, mm -hmm. you know the song, cheer somebody, then my living uh -huh. shall not be in vain. All right. So my whole life has been centered around, as I shared with them in Atlanta, Florida. I think I told you about the red telephone, didn't I? Yeah, just tell us about it, though. <laughs> okay. I don't know how old I was, uh, Evidently, I had to be old enough to be off a bottle. Right. And I'll never forget, I remember like it was yesterday, uh, my father, my guardian father, stepfather, he's the only father I knew, right. I can't remember, stopped and asked me, hey, what I got to do to get you off that bottle? And I don't know why, just as clear as I'm looking at you, I told him, if you, if you give me a red telephone. Right. Now... When I say red telephone, I mean a red plastic telephone. I'm mm -hmm. make that clear for today's audience, uh, <laughs> you know. And I, I, I and he brought it back, right? And I gave him the bottle. And as I shared with them in my certification program at the table talk, I said, "Now, I don't know why I was fascinated with the red telephone. I don't know. Didn't know anybody that had one, right?" Didn't have a color television, so I, I know I didn't see it on TV. Mm -hmm. And at that time, maybe one thing I know you can do with a telephone that's call somebody or answer when somebody calls you. Right. And that's what I went to doing. You know, pretend I'm calling somebody or, or answering the phone. Mm -hmm. And as I shared with them, as I shared with you and this audience, that calling is something I'm still working to fulfill. Okay. It's like the tuning fork of my soul. It's been, you know, I've, I've been following this calling to help somebody. I'm not quite sure who the, somebody is, mm -hmm. how to help them, <clears throat> you know. Uh, and so my life has been dedicated to that. So are you saying you kind of, in a way, still searching for what your real true purpose is in ministry? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, um, I know leadership. I have a <clears throat> passion mm-hmm. for <clears throat> leadership training. Mm-hmm. I, I love listening to when I when I listen to the Bishop T D Jakes Pastors and Leaders Conference. Mm-hmm. I get more out of that than I do just just listening to the average preacher. And right. when I don't mean average, <clears throat> but just preaching to the congregation. Right. Because <clears throat> Uh, I believe I should be a part of helping plant something, mm-hmm. or build something, or whether somebody's life or help helping them get back up. You know, okay, that makes okay. sense. Yeah. So, uh, and so that's what I do. I I have a love for people. I love talking, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, just love people uh, in general. Yes. And just enjoy mm-hmm. what I do. All right, that sounds great. Now, we was going to go in a different direction, but I'm going to stay on this topic if it's all right with you. Oh, fine. I want to ask some more questions about this uh, <clears throat> this uh, John Maxwell uh, training. Um, you, he was talking about, uh, there's, uh, I think it was six books. Yeah, right? on, this, on this curriculum. And uh, tell us a little bit about becoming a person of influence. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would. Becoming a person of influence, um, once again is, once again, the definition of leadership mm-hmm. is the ability to influence people. Right. And to influence people, you have to build a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You have to understand their needs, their wants, their desires. And are you that person that can help them in that area? Now, of course, none of us is, can be everything to everybody. Right. Uh, but... Uh, Honestly, the the way they have it on the paper, I mm-hmm. reversed it the way I studied because if I was running these courses right now, the first course would be everyone communicates mm-hmm. and few commit. Okay. So that to me is important, uh, learning how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because we are talking don't mean we're actually communicating. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, <clears throat> it's, you know, trying to understand the person, what they need, what they want, how can I help you, how can I serve you, uh, and it's, 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 a, it's a personal growth process. Oh, okay. Okay, let, okay now, let, tell me just a little bit more about this, uh, this second book, it's, it's, uh, and I know you touched base a little bit, but the everyone, everyone communicates, uh, few connects. Tell me a little bit more about that. Let's get, go a little bit more in depth in that. Just because a person is talking don't mean we're actually communicating. Mm-hmm. If, if you know, I, 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 I love the Bible and it says, with all I get and get an understanding. Right. Uh, you want to walk away understanding what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able, if you got a specific set of instructions, being able to follow those instructions, and get the result that you are looking for. Uh-huh. Uh, for instance, uh, one of my favorite books that's not on this list is Ivan Meisner's uh, Networking Like a Pro. Mm-hmm. And this is normally where business people come, exchange business cards, this, that, and the other. Well, I mean, you could end up with a thousand people's business cards. Right. And you haven't really connected with that person just because you got their card, you got right. their email address, hello, da, da, da. If we can't come together at the end of the day and say, you know what, I'm going to benefit from 
knowing you. Mm -hmm. And I believe you'll benefit from knowing me because each one of us have our weaknesses and strength. Mm -hmm. But first of all, we need to learn how to communicate. So are you saying with this, <clears throat> and, and when you say every everyone communicates and few connects, is uh, connecting, is that something you have to do face-to-face -face, or is it something that you can use, say, a... a, a a media platform like LinkedIn or something like that to help con help connect with that connection, or is that something that you have to do in person? Uh, person to person is always the best, mm -hmm. and uh, of course, social media outlet mm -hmm. uh, is the way the world is connecting. Right, and so uh, when you mm -hmm. get into the marketing aspect of it, mm -hmm. uh, that's an entirely different. Uh, structure of getting your message across. Right. Uh, kind of like when you watch the Super Bowl, it costs so many millions of dollars to do a 60-second commercial. Correct. Okay, you got to be able to say what you're trying to say mm -hmm. in 60 seconds. God has blessed me to uh, be a part of Toastmasters International, which is a national speakers training organization. And, and when I say communicating, it's kind of like uh, right now, I'm in uh, a circle of business people. I have a business partner that I met through the John C. Maxwell uh, certification event. Mm -hmm. We're working on putting a business together. Right. Okay. Uh, where I'm also a member here in the West Memphis Chamber of Commerce. I serve as a diplomat, uh, got trained uh, with some community leaders with the West Memphis Police Department Citizens Academy. Mm hmm and uh, for about a year served with CASA. What's that? Uh, Court-appointed special advocate. For like when children are separated from their parents, uh, we go in the CASA group, and I want to give them a plug because these are some of the greatest people I've ever met. Many of them volunteer their time, their heart, mm -hmm. their passion. Mm -hmm. They... They see families destroyed. Right. And what they do is advocate on behalf of the child. If the child parent mm -hmm. is following what the court has recommended. Right. The ultimate goal is the reun reunification of the family. Right. If not, in 9 out of 10, that child is in a foster home. Hopefully and prayerfully, mm -hmm. it's a good foster home. Right. And when they stand before the judge... Uh, with everybody involved from DHS and other entities, uh, it comes down to what the cost of person recommends because that they have to spend uh, a year or so with a particular child or family. And I met some wonderful people in CASA. Mm -hmm. And the volunteers have to know the law, just like uh, paid workers. So that makes you part of, like, such as an, an advocate for those families, or is it an advocate for the state? For the child. For yeah. the child, uh -huh. the child right. itself. Right. Not, not the parents. No. Uh -huh. Not for the state, but for no, the child but itself. but for the child. Okay. Right. So, uh, so communication becomes a very, very important uh, aspect of talking. And right. From business to personal relationship. Being able to uh, stand before a judge and give that judge clear, not just facts, mm -hmm. but to be able to tell a story. Your Honor, um, this family will be beneficial to this child because I've been in their home. Right. And I know people can 
when they know you're coming, they can doctor things. They up. can doctor things up. Right. And but uh, I felt the heart of, of of this this family, and and my recommendation would be that if the parents are not going to follow the instructions of the court, right, that this child stay with this family mm-hmm. in this safe environment. And you have to check with the schools. You have to check with the doctors. Everything that affects that child, mm-hmm. CASA, has to do that. And and so I just want to say mm-hmm. to my brief working with them because I got on political trail, as you know, uh, right. uh, uh, with a gentleman running for state representative. But uh, and, and and other endeavors, getting ready for the certification, that kind right. of pulled me out. Right. Because <clears throat> I heard many heartbreaking stories, mm-hmm. and I don't think I could have handled that where I know a child is abused. And so that was stronger than I could handle. Mm. And uh, But I, I just want to, I just want it known that right. CASA, Court Appointed Special Advocates, are a great group of people, of volunteers, and those that are getting paid to do what they do. It's dangerous work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not asking you to be Sherlock Holmes, but they, they are asking What would you, you say would be dangerous about it? Um, everything that entails disgruntled parents. Uh, I did have a slight encounter with a, a father that was asking about his child. Right. He said he was the father of. Uh, we were almost at the end of recommending a couple to keep this child. He pops out of nowhere. Right. And 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 I, my supervisor said, "Well, go go and talk with him." And I didn't want to talk to the man for what. And when I did, he asked me, "Do you have pictures of the baby?" And I had to tell him, "Those those are those are sealed. Uh, the court has those." And this, that, and the other. So it it, it it could be just like a social worker. Thing. Right, you got to know your boundaries. Yeah, you have to know your boundaries. Right. Uh, so, you know, um, so my, 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 I have the deepest love and respect for CASA mm-hmm. and the, the training that they mm-hmm. have to take. I, I would say every church needs to be involved in training your people through CASA. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to recognize potential hidden dangers mm-hmm. where a child life could be in danger. All right. We, we, we want to look at next. Uh, you got a book here talking about how to be a real success. Tell us a little bit about that. How to be a real success is rela- R for relationship, E for equipping, A for attitude, and L for leadership. Now, everyone has a different definition of the word success. Uh-huh. But from a leader's perspective, when I got a great relationship with our community, our city, right. uh, then like the apostle says, for the e-equipping, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors, you know the text, for the maturing mm-hmm. of the saints of God, right. for the work mm-hmm. of the ministry. In other words, um, uh, in, and especially in our workforce, you don't have a lot of this because some people don't want you. They, uh, I came from a generation of factory workers. Right. And the only way you made supervisor, you knew everything about that department because you worked it. Right. 
So you train a lot of people. You equip them to do their job. Mm -hmm. And you moved on. Well, today that's been thrown out the window. And I think that's why America, America did a, a heart uh, search through the show uh, Undercover Boss. Mm -hmm. As you remember, many of, those, many of those men and women went undercover to see why their organization was struggling to be profitable. You know, what was the training uh, unit like, functional or dysfunctional. Right. And, uh, and, and I thought that was a great thing. And, and I think that we need to soul search even more. So when we talk about equipping and then attitude. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm here to share what I've learned in life with, with those that God would allow me to share. Uh, God allowed us to raise four young men. Mm -hmm. uh, had the privilege of, of uh, working with the school system. Right. Like I said, right now, uh, I, I just got into the mentorship program right. at the University of Arkansas, Mid-South, through mm -hmm. Brother to Brother. Uh, and I'm just really getting my legs going in that, mm -hmm. but uh, we don't have a lot of fathers, right? father figures in the pulpit or at, in our homes. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of old school with that. Right. The, the, the scripture says the glory of children is their fathers. Mm -hmm. And I just, my attitude is uh, uh, I want to be able to father, to, to be able to mentor, to help young people uh, have a better attitude about life. Right. Uh, I can't define success for you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something everybody have have their own definition. But this is how to be a real success and then L, leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, wow, that's 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 the big thing. Right. Whether we're talking big brother or or sur surrogate father. Or right. Just to inspire people to say, you know what. I believe in you. And 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 sometimes if you can turn that kid, I think that's real success. If you can, if we as Christians can go to work without complaining mm -hmm. to say, Lord, how can I do a better job? Okay. How can I, uh, you know, the scripture talks about when Pharaoh uh, got upset because of the presence of Moses and says, I tell you what, y'all gonna make bricks without straw. Right. And sometimes that happens mm -hmm. today. Right. And instead of us whining and complaining like the children of Israel did in the book of Numbers, uh, we need leaders to tell us, you know what, if we seek God, we can figure this out. Because the scripture says acknowledge him in, in all our ways. Right. And he will direct that path. I truly believe that. That sounds great. Now we got another book uh, as we uh, going to get get to winding this up a little bit. Uh, it's called Leadership Gold. What's 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 that all about? Now I'm not going to share that because that that that's the gym. Uh, <laughs> I, I would never. I know that's the in, in in the sequence that I would be teaching. Paige, you understand. <laughs> Well, we just want to... No, 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 no. We just want to get a little understanding about le something. Leadership goal is the summit okay. of all of these. Okay. Uh, it, 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 it is so uh, 
awesome mm-hmm. in what he shares. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let me look at put your dreams to the test. This is a great one. This is one of my favorites. So you're going to duck part of it. Oh, yeah, you? I'm ducking leadership goals. I'm not going to give you that. Uh, put your dreams to the test. Okay. Ten questions to ask of your dream. Now, I don't uh, actually... Uh, just, just, just give us a brief. Yeah. He deals with clarity. The first question... Is asked, is your dream your dream? Mm-hmm. You know, we have parents sometimes trying to live their life through their children. Right. Okay. And that might not be their dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I think that's why I, I wanted to go, if running a course, I would run everyone communicate, few connect first. So when we're talking, mm-hmm. We've learned to identify, mm-hmm. is this a dream or is this a calling upon my life? Right. You know, they said find a job that you love and you'll never work again. That ain't always true. Uh, I get the essence of it, but the reality of it, many of us never live our dream. Because a dream, am I, is, it, was it just a dream or is this calling in my life? Well, when you look at dreams, uh, it takes some effort to fulfill a dream. Right. That means you got to step out and do something. You can't just lay back. So there's really no reason that we cannot fulfill our dreams if, unless you don't want to put the effort in. And that's, and that's what we find so many times in not just in America, but in the world, that people don't, they, 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 they say they, they want to their dream job. They want their dream home, their dream this or their dream that. But see, it takes some effort to achieve those things. So um, a lot of times we don't achieve them because we're not willing to put in the groundwork. Even uh, in school, a lot of us, we want, uh, I I would like to have uh, this position in this company, but sometimes in some in some things you have to have a certain amount of education, right. certain amount of background, right. and then get some experience to get there, to get to that pinnacle. But sometimes we find ourselves not willing to to uh, put in the time, put in the, the groundwork, put in the, the the long nights, the hard uh, days, the the situations that you don't uh, uh, know how to handle, and so we can't always. Uh, get our dream because we because uh, our lack of desire not not even gonna say lack of desire of wanting it but our lack of uh, of commitment to to making that dream happen. Well, let, let me let me add on to this. And you're absolutely right. When I got ready to go get my certification, John C. Maxwell in, in one of his books, now he's written over seventy mm-hmm. or eighty books in his lifetime. Right. And we're talking almost 300 million in sales mm-hmm. worldwide. Mm-hmm. He says, and, and that that became abundantly clear to me when I got my certification. Mm-hmm. It's not the dream of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's a dream that takes a lifetime. Okay. So in other words, you're saying that doing this type of uh, work, whether it's ministry or work or whatever... Uh, you call it for yourself. Right. This is the focus and the direction that you feel that your life should be going. Right. You, when the scripture says, acknowledge him in all our ways. And I just recently grasped this, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I'm a little slow sometimes. 
And he will direct thy path. Right. And I thought about that. Mm -hmm. I looked up the word path. And now I ask the question, what's the difference between a path and a highway? Mm -hmm. A highway is designed to get you there quicker. Mm -hmm. A path, mm -hmm. you know, if I could just kind of rough it here, is more congruent mm -hmm. with the landscape. It's all natural. Right. So what I'm trying to say is... When you when you when you get that, it's natural. Mm -hmm. It's natural. Yeah, you got to put the work in. Right. But you know what? I have purpose mm -hmm. when I don't have passion. Okay. Does that make sense? Some. I have purpose. Mm -hmm. See, I all the yeah, time we I all have. Purpose. Yeah, I have purpose when I, I don't. Some days I don't have the passion for the drink. Mm -hmm. You don't know how long it took to get here beside you. Mm -hmm. You have no idea mm -hmm. how much time. You have no idea when we deal with communication how much, so I'm not all over the place, and thank you for keeping me grounded mm -hmm. because I have a friend of mine tell me, I go everywhere because I've been everywhere. Mm -hmm. But that's why I keep my stuff in front so I can stay right where I need to be. But that's just it. Right. You may search the world over, mm -hmm. you know, and I encourage traveling when you can and mm -hmm. learning different cultures. Uh, when you can, but you know, I have I got purpose when I don't have passion for okay. it. You know what? So you saying? Are you telling me uh, or telling our audience uh, us all? Uh, God has given you the purpose, right? But you don't always have the passion behind the purpose that God has given you to get it to its full extent. It's nothing I can do on my own, and it's when you when you have when you know your purpose in life, you know you need help. Mm -hmm. Okay, anything you can do by yourself, um, I don't want to disqualify, uh, uh, but but I, I'm gonna say this: when you are in your purpose, okay, see without you mm -hmm. giving me this opportunity, my voice would not be heard. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and I hope and pray that I'm saying something that would bless somebody. Okay. Help somebody. Strip somebody and say, you know what? I can identify what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's not about me. So, you know, you don't, you, don't know, you don't know how grateful I am for the opportunity of being here with you. I, I cannot over express that meeting you. I believe it's purpose. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so... This is, I love Put Your Dream to the Test. There's so much more to it. And and then the last one, very quickly, the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Okay, tell, tell us a little bit about a little bit of it. We can't go through all 15. Right, no, no, no. But no, just no. give us a, a right. rough rough draft of what to look for in something like that. Because you never know when somebody that might be listening to this, to this podcast might want to say, hey, maybe we want to bring you into our, whether it's our, our boardroom, into our church, into our uh, community community meeting, or wherever to to help them to to grow in 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 this area as and become the team uh, financial, whether it's in financial growth or whatever. Uh, however, uh, uh, you lead because you know you got to have a coach, and it sounds like this is what you would be the coach to coach them in the right direction. Uh, so they can achieve their goal in, in whatever their company or their church or wherever. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, 
the scriptures says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. And it starts there. Right. Okay. First thing I got to acknowledge, I don't know what I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're a leader. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to know everything. Right. Beyonce, you know what? I don't know. But I got people around me. Right. That know. That's, right. I don't really need to know that. I got call him or call her. And so that, uh, one of my great writers wrote, change is the capacity of life. Mm -hmm. uh, or somebody may say they may use it in a alcohol or drug abuse. You have to reinvent yourself every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's a commitment. A uh, young lady that I met had a privilege of meeting at the University of Memphis uh, a few weeks ago. She's a worldwide missionary. Mm -hmm. But she's afraid to talk to people. I asked her why. She said, you, God has used you. She said, I'm afraid I failed. I said, let me ask you something. Let me help you with that. Okay. I got you. A pastor goes out every Sunday mm -hmm. or Wednesday night and pours his heart into his text to mature his congregation. Mm -hmm. To reach out to the lost. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes forward. Did he fail? No. Christ died mm -hmm. that the world through him might be saved. Mm -hmm. Will everybody be saved? No. Mm -hmm. Did he fail? No. Absolutely not. Like everybody else, he feared the cross. Mm -hmm. He asked, is there another way? But he grew too. Mm -hmm. The scripture says, though he was a son, yet learned he obedience mm -hmm. by the thing which he suffered. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what we're going to talk about is better to obey God. Mm -hmm. The Lord wants us to grow. And, and I tell you, it's two types of pains you can choose, I think. And Jesus met both of them. Mm -hmm. One man who he poured into, uh -huh. denied even notice, right. out of fear. Mm -hmm. The other one said, I've seen you get out of so much stuff. I can make a little money off you. I, I got bits. You'll get out. Right. One betrayed him. Mm -hmm. The other one sold him out. Mm -hmm. Pick your poison. Hmm. And he would have forgiven Judas. Right. Had he not went and committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And I guess if I could say anything, uh, there is a, on, on one of my uh, Pinterest post up, there's a cowboy on, on, mm -hmm. in the rodeo riding a bull. Mm -hmm. I love to watch the bull riders, you know. And he says, pain, pain is part of this. Right. Suffering is a choice. Mm -hmm. So people come in your life, out of your life. Right. Or they weren't there for you mm -hmm. or this, that, and the other. When Jesus asked the man by the pool of the pool, will you be made whole? And the man began to, well, you know, every time I try to get in, this, that, and the other. That wasn't the question. Right. The question was, sir, are you willing right. to take up your bed mm -hmm. and be made whole? Mm -hmm. The 15 invaluable laws of growth is, is exactly what it is. I can't name all 15 of them, but it's a wonderful, uh, uh, all of these are great study courses. I, I internalize them. Mm -hmm. I 
Love them. They helped me get to where I am right. today, mm -hmm. sitting here beside you. And uh, have an opportunity to just share my heart. Right. And I, and I hope and pray that uh, it's, it's been a blessing to someone. It's definitely been a blessing to me. And I want to say thank you for allowing me this privilege mm -hmm. and opportunity. Uh, I'd like to ask you this um, as we get ready to wind this up. Um, how would a person get in touch with you? You have a, a address, phone number, website. Uh, that a person that say a group or organization that could get in contact with you if they want you to come in and teach this in their in their uh, on their, in their corporate setting in their church or in their uh, uh, fellowship nonprofit or whatever it is. Do you have a, a phone number and an address that a person could reach out to you to uh, so you could connect uh, so you could possibly help someone else? Yes. Uh... Thank you. Uh, my phone number is Erica 870-514-1499. And if you call, uh, you please leave me a voice message or I have an email address r.mileage1 at gmail.com. Should you decide to send a letter or postcard, our address is 513 West Oliver Avenue, West Memphis, Arkansas, 72301. That's Robert Mileage, 513 West Oliver Avenue, West Memphis, Arkansas, 72301. Uh, Elder Mileage, we want to thank you for tuning in, uh, coming in, <laughs> not tuning in, but we want to thank you for coming in and uh, give us some understanding of this uh, John Maxwell uh, training uh, that you... Uh, um, been certified to teach. Um, I'm sure that in the near future that it'll probably really take off. I'm hoping that those that uh, hear this um, podcast, uh, if they their organization really needs help or want help, they'll contact you and that you all can touch base and help some places out, uh, some companies out, some organizations out to become all that they can be in Christ Jesus or and just in the corporate world. So we're going to get ready to uh, tune this thing out. And we thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, all of you that have uh, uh, listened to this podcast. And uh, uh, Brother Mileage, we want to thank you for coming in and, and giving us some understanding about this John Maxwell training. We are here at uh, Nothing But The Raw Truth. We are so glad to uh, each and every one of our listeners that, that tune in to our, our different um, broadcasts, we ask you to uh, tell somebody else, send somebody a link. Uh, this is nothing but the raw truth. And my name is Bruce Smith. I'm your host. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. <laughs>